Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yo, what is up everybody and welcome to another edition of Pointless Sports Opinions. I'm the big dog Chasey J, joined alongside none other than nasty Nate Tringale. Nate, how the hell are you? It's great to be here, man. I'm, I'm ready to talk about uh, ready to talk about football. I look today, we're 59 days away. Really? That doesn't sound too bad. 59 days? No, 59 Damn. days till till opening kickoff on, on uh, September 8th. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that, that gets me pumped. That gets me excited. Um, Nathan kind of spoiled it a little bit, but it's it's for the best. Um, this is our big octopod <laughs> extravaganza. Isn't that what you called it? Yeah, the octopod. octopod. This is octopod. this is the beginning of the octopod series for Pointless Sports Opinions. We're going to go through... All eight divisions in the NFL, and we're going to tell you exactly what is going to happen to each one of these teams. I'm going to close my eyes, I'm going to tickle my nuts, and I'm going to read the fortunes of every single NFL team, and I'm going to tell you exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. It's all going to be 100% true. 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100% guarantee. Um <laughs> But first, before we dive into anything, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PSO Sports One, and then Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else. Uh, we're putting a lot of stuff out. Nathan, what have you been doing on on the Twitter sphere? On the Twitter sphere, did you see what <laughs> I just uh, retweeted uh, maybe half hour ago? I did not. What was Cardinals? It? Uh, not that they've gotten close to an agreement yet or anything like that. Uh, but reached out to the Nationals about Juan Soto. Wow. That See, would be, look at this. That would be huge, man. We're one of the uh, the first people tweeting about it, so I'm all for it. You posted <laughs> that a great Zion piece, too. I wish I had uh, an NBA guy to debate this shit with because I think I could have won a couple rounds. I got a good case. I like Zion. I like Zion a lot. Um, <laughs> we're also doing a lot on TikTok. Make sure you follow us on TikTok. Um, I'm posting videos, not dances, you know, random <laughs> quarterbacks of the day. Uh, nothing too crazy. Maybe the but, people want the dance. 
Maybe they do want to dance. I mean, I can throw some dances in there if people want. <laughs> Start throwing it in the comments. I don't give a shit. Everybody let us know. Uh, uh, email us, PSOSports1 at gmail.com. Uh, DM me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, whatever. If you want to see Chase dance, let me know. Oh, God. Oh, no, <laughs> don't put this out. No, no, don't put this out there. Um, but, yeah, like we said, this is the beginning uh, the Octopod extravaganza. And we're starting in the NFC South. The thing was, that got me most excited about us doing this, because I love doing this every year, because we give exact records of each team, um, whether they're really right or really wrong. It's still fucking, it's one of the most fun pods to do. Um, but this is one of the worst divisions. We're doing the NFC South first, and I was still excited to do it. Yeah, well... In, in in our defense, I, I didn't want to start with the NFC South, but uh, with some other news here in the last week with Baker Mayfield getting traded to, to Carolina, I thought we had to start here. That's a great point, and that's also a great segue, too. Uh, let's dive into the NFC South, shall we? We finally let's get to start this pod. We've tried doing this <laughs> five times, so I thank God. Okay, uh, so Carolina, 5-12 and 12 in 2021. Uh, I'm just going to go through this list. Uh, all the additions they've had, or the main ones, these are just the highlighted ones here. Uh, we got Baker Mayfield traded for a fifth-round pick. Uh, Deonta uh, Foreman, one-year deal. He was a running back for the, the Titans last year, a part of their plethora of running backs that they had um, in place of uh, Derrick Henry. Um, and then they picked up safety, Xavier, Ro- uh, Xavier Woods. I almost said Rhodes. Um, he was the safety for the Vikings last year, signed a three-year, $15 million contract. Um, but these are the people they lost. They lost uh, offensive guard John Miller, center uh, Matt Paradis. Does that sound good? good enough. This is this is my famous podcast, too, where I fuck <laughs> up everybody's names. Everybody's names are getting fucked up. I don't even care this year. I used to care. I didn't care at all this year. I'm not looking shit up. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. He uh, went to the Colts. Um, uh, linebacker Hassan Raddick, he went to the Eagles. And then defensive end Morgan Cox, huh? he went to the Chargers. Um, in the draft, they drafted offensive tackle uh, Ikem Ikwanu. And then in the third round, they took uh, quarterback Matt Corral. Fourth round, linebacker Brandon Smith. After the fourth round, I didn't want to look it up. I didn't do it for anybody else, and I'm not going to. I'm sorry. I don't care who they got in the seventh round. That's going to be (laughs) sneaky. We're just doing one through four. How's that sound? That sound good to you? Good enough, yeah. One through four is just fine. All right. Um, Strength of schedule. So this year, they are tied for 12th, one of the highest um, strength of schedules in the NFL, um, opponents 2021 record was 147, 140, and 20. How much do you take strength to schedule into win losses? Um, it's tough because obviously strength of schedule is going based off of what they did last year, what their projections are for this year, and and like you said. Don't, aren't most like divisions kind of paired off against playing other divisions each yeah, year? Yeah, so you've got you'll play you'll play one one other uh, division in the NFC, uh, one other division in the AFC, and then there's I think three uh, just random. Uh, not I, I don't know if they're random or not, but uh, not specific divisions. Um, 
but I don't know. I, I I think you have to take it to account, but really going through and looking at uh, at each team and what they added, they these things can can vary a lot. You, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and like last year's record doesn't really correlate with this year's for some teams. No, you know, <laughs> like Cleveland's going to be worse than they were last year, obviously, um, and or at least until Deshaun gets back from whatever suspension he's going to get. But yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about strength of schedule too, just beforehand. Um, and like you said, with the division thing, how they get paired off with other divisions, you know who the NFC South got, which is a big bummer to them for anybody who's trying to sneak in the playoffs. Uh, that's not named Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, the NFC. Um, they got the AFC. Yeah, and they got the uh, yeah. The A- do you say AFC West? No, I said the NFC. They did get the NFC West, but they also got the uh, AFC North. Yeah, the AFC North. Like they're going up against Cincy. They're going up against you know Baltimore's going to be good. I think Pittsburgh's going to be fris- frisky. You know they just got kind of like a, a tough hand. But okay. Um, I'll tell you what. In- Strength of schedule, <clears throat> it definitely does mean something for some teams. Like Kansas City, and not you know we'll do that at a later pod. But uh, I don't I don't know the strength of schedule uh, breakdown. But I if if you look, I'm probably I'm I'm pretty sure they're probably first. Yeah. Their schedule. I went through their schedule. Each team, dude, it it is a gauntlet. Like. I don't see how they're going to be able to pull out, you know, a 15-win season or 14-win season, but you, know, you never know. But that's tough. Yeah, and, like, you know, good teams can go through the strength of schedule, but, like, like that one year the Raiders were really good and Derek Carr, Derek Carr almost won MVP. They had, like, yeah. the 30th, like, strength of, strength of schedule. I think it matters for some teams. Um, like, it really, really helps them if you're playing, you know, worse. Yeah. You know? Like, Kirk Cousins goes up against a cakewalk schedule. He's going to lead your team to 12 wins. Like, it's going to happen. Um, so, my guess with Carolina, I think they're going to start out hot. I really do. I think they're going to start out hot. You know, they got games against uh, New England and Washington and Cleveland. I think they could – honestly, I think they could win those three games. I really do. Christian McCaffrey will probably still be healthy. Oh, wait, no, this is the preseason. Sorry. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, Cleveland – uh, the Giants and New Orleans. That's who they start off against. Those are three very winnable games. You know, the Giants, that's a shit show. New Orleans, you got Jameis back. Um, but Kamara's gone. You got a new head coach. And then Cleveland, who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun. So those are three, I think, winnable games. And like I said um, earlier, McCaffrey, early in the season. So he's probably going to be healthy. So you're going to be able to use that. Baker's going to be pissed off for that week one against Cleveland. You know, you got that advantage. You know, I think if anybody I, – I wouldn't be surprised if the Carolina blows out Cleveland game one. I would not be surprised just because I think Baker's going to be pissed. Um, but I think they're going to hit a fucking brick wall hard because then they got Arizona, then they got San Fran, and then they got the Rams and Tampa Bay. That's going to be tough. <clears throat> For, you know, a team in Carolina's position, which is, I think if they had a lower strength of schedule, honestly, um, I think they, they could possibly fringe on like a 500 to above 500 team. But, I mean, they're it, it's just tough. And then, I mean, after that, you got Atlanta, which is a winnable game. 
Then you're back at, at Cincy on the road. You know, they just got a really tough schedule. Um, I think I think they're going to be a very competitive 7-10 and 10 team, and that is my guess. I'm going to go 7-10 and 10 for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Nate, if you want, give your take on, on my record, and then uh, let's let's hear your stuff. I'll tell you what, I I agree with you and I don't agree with you. I, I Oh, I like when you I don't think, agree with me. Let's hear so that. So the, the the first two games are are definitely winnable. Um I I don't think first of all, here I want to ask you this. First of all, how many wins do you think Baker is over over Darnold? If two. Darnold was the starter, two wins? I give him two. That's ex- that's exactly what I had him at before, and I'll tell you, I have him at seven and ten now. Uh, so I agree with you there. Uh, hmm. th- this team, I don't know. It, last year, we, we, I was saying at least, this team has a lot of pieces. Uh, first of all, McCaffrey needs to stay healthy. That's first and foremost. But yeah, they just needed you know the right guy behind center. So. Uh, I think Baker, and this is a young team for the most part too. So I, th- I think Baker is going to be a. I think he can be a good leader there, rallying the troops, because I, yeah. I think they're going to go through a tough period there with you know between I think week three and probably week ten or eleven. Um, after that, I think it's going to ease up a little bit, uh, and then you know they might be able to pull out a few more wins after that, but. It's it's going to get ugly there in those, you know, 3 to 10, 3 to 11, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. I, I think they're going to split games with New Orleans. I think they can beat New Orleans, but I think I think it's just going to be a wash. I think they're going to go one and one. Uh, do you think they could maybe take one from Tampa? Yeah, I didn't think so either. I was just trying to bait you into something you didn't. Do. I have, and I have them losing both games to the Saints too. Really? Yeah. See, the Saints kind of scare me. You know, we'll get to the Saints in a little bit, but the Saints are a weird team, man. They're a very, very weird team. Very weird team. Uh, so you got them going seven and ten as well? I do. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, we're off to a good start. Either great minds think alike or stu- stupid ones do too. But um, <laughs> all right, all right. you got next. So we got Atlanta. Oh, last season. Atlanta. Here we go. Uh, twenty twenty one. Atlanta went seven and ten. Um, the additions going into this year: Marcus Mariota, as we know, two year, eighteen point seven five million dollar contract. He is going to be the starting quarterback um, week one for them. Then you have corner Casey Hayward. He was signed as well. Two-year, $11 million deal. He's a two-time Pro Bowler. He played with Vegas last year. Um, And then one of your favorite running backs, Damian Williams. Bears running back. You love all them Bear running backs. (laughs) Oh, God. That was your fantasy. That's a fantasy freaking Because I had traded for David Montgomery in like week three. And then, uh, shoot, I, I don't even know how many games he played. But he was out week after week. So I ended up picking up, uh, gosh, I forget who the other uh, Bears running back was. Um, I think he was a rookie. I can't remember his name. Uh, but I picked him up. He went down. So I picked up David Montgomery. Dude, or uh, not David Montgomery. 
Williams. I do. I was just picking them all up. I just remember at one point, me and you were talking about fantasy, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why do you have three Bears running backs? You're like, I like them. I like all the Bears running backs. <laughs> I'm like, all right, no. whatever. Um, but he, no, he signed I, a one-year deal. They were all uh, hurt. I had I had three injured Bears running backs on my on my roster uh, at the end of at the end of I think week fourteen or something like that. That was great. I loved it. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> subtractions. Oh, my dog don't like them either. Uh, subtractions. Matt Ryan. He was traded to the Colts. Um, running back Mike Davis. Uh, he had an atrocious atrocious year last year for the Falcons, but he's gone. He went to the oh. Ravens. Guess who picked um, him up? The Ravens. The Ravens wanted to add him to their, you know, aging backfield. Yeah. The plethora <laughs> of underperforming two-yard carry backs. Um, wide receiver Russell Gage. He went to Tampa Bay. That's I feel like that's kind of a low-key big loss. Um, and then defensive end Dante Fowl. Oh God, Dante Flower. He went to the Cowboys. That's a big pickup and a big loss for. Uh, Atlanta as well. And then I want to throw this one on here. Josh Harris, the highest paid long snapper in the league. Uh, he's gone as well. He, he left Atlanta. I need to remember that name. Josh Harris. Never forget him. Josh Harris. Um, next, next time we... Uh, oh, he was already featured on two long snappers in a lie. Dang it. Yeah, he was already in there. I was like, I'm um, going to remember that for future. He was <laughs> one of the first ones, I think. Um, draft, they picked up in the first round, they got wide receiver Drake London. It's going to be great. Also, I mean, they re-signed uh, Cordero Patterson as well. Um, second round, they got defensive end Arnold Ibikiti. That's one. That's one I'm going to try and say. Uh, and then uh, also in the second round, they got the linebacker Troy Anderson. And then in the third round, of course, uh, quarterback Dex- Desmond Ritter and linebacker D'Angelo Malone. All, uh, both got drafted. So, I mean, they had a pretty good draft. They got a lot of skill guys. Their strength of schedule, though, ninth hardest. Ninth hardest schedule. Opponents' 2021 record was 151, 137, and one tie. Um, I don't like that. I want to hear your – you give me so, uh, your prediction first this time, and then I'll react to it. First of all – I agree with you that uh, that uh, Russell Cage, uh, Gage, I think that's going to be a big hit, especially on this team. Calvin Ridley's already out for the year. Uh, and that's a huge upgrade or a huge bonus for Tampa. Spoiler alert. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, um, that's a Tom Brady guy and a half right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they lost some good pieces other than Mike Davis. Um, Marcus Mariota. He can do some stuff with his legs. I think he's going to be uh, probably a, a decent guy to, for Desmond Ritter to learn from. Um, I, I think the futures at quarterback, I, I, I think Desmond Ritter could be something, um, you know, if, if they can develop him. So, But this year, I, I've got him at 5-12. and 12. Um, I, I don't see much much in this year for them. I've got them beating the Bears, Commanders, Steelers, and Saints. Uh, oh, and the Seahawks. Other than that, I mean, it, it's a tough schedule, man. 
Yeah, I mean they've got uh, they've got the yeah. Bucks, the 49ers, the Bengals. The uh, I think they they probably lose both to the Panthers and the Chargers all in a row. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, I agree with you there. Um, I'm excited to watch Mar uh, uh, an aged veteran Marcus Mariota. I don't with know. No am weapons I, to throw to. Uh, I mean, he's got he's got Cordero, he's got Pitts, he's got mm-hmm. uh, London now. Uh, Cordero's going to be seeing a um, lower target uh, share than last year. Why is that? So I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, Cordero's kind of old too, but still, I mean, I think they could they could do a lot of you know sneaky gadget stuff. I think Mariota's either going to be really good or really really bad. I don't think there's going to be, or not really good. He's either going to be good or he's going to be really, really bad. Um, Mariota, you know, and it, not that his play was great, but it's not just his play that got him knocked out. It it was the injuries as well. Um, Yeah. So if he can stay healthy, there's a chance he could have a good year. I mean, my hot take is that Mariota will have a better year than Mitchell Trubisky. I oh. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't trust Mitch at all. Wow, I think Mariota's actually talent. I think Mariota's talented. He just was hurt a lot, and he never had good coaching. I think you I know. disagree with that. But hey, we'll see. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so my guess, I mean, we're we're two for two on guessing the same record. Uh, I think they're going to go five and twelve as well. Um, they got yeah that that ninth hardest is, is that's that's going to be tough to beat. Um, this team's got a lot of new pieces. Their O-line's not the best. So, you know, just because you have all these gadget skill guys doesn't mean that, uh, doesn't mean that they can get the ball. So, um, I think also if the Mariota project starts falling apart, which there's a high possibility, very high possibility it will, uh, I think Desmond Ritter's going to be, um, other than Kenny Pickett, one of the, you know, a uh, few quarterbacks in this draft that are going to get uh, playing time the rookie season. Really? Um, I think they can sneak out five wins. They got, yeah, like we said, they had that stretch of Chicago, Washington, Pittsburgh, and New Orleans. I think they could muster out wins there. I think they can. I think they can split one with New Orleans. Um, so I got them winning five games. This And also, this is a really tough team to read. This is a super, super tough it team is. to read. I mean, we haven't seen Mariota play consistently in, what, three, four years now. Uh, yeah. You know, they've got very few receiving weapons. Uh, I, I do like the Drake – Was it was Drake London, right? Uh, I do yeah. like that pick. But he's a rookie. You never know how that's going to pan out. Uh, we, we've never seen, seen him at a pro level before. And I like the Desmond Ritter pick, you know, like I do, I do. But I mean, again, you don't know what you're going to get. If he does find playing time, uh, you never know what you're going to get out of a rookie. I mean, it could go great. It could go, it could go south in a hurry. Uh, It's a high possibility being like a, a Russell Wilson type year where, you know, Matt Flynn's the big man on campus. And then all of a sudden, the rookie outshines him. I could see that happening with with Mariota and uh, Ritter if Ritter comes out hot. For sure, I could see that happening. But it, it's just it's a tough team to read. I mean, it, 
they might go five and twelve. They might go seven and ten. I uh, I'm gonna go south on that. I don't know what the uh, what was. I don't know what the over under. Uh, at the time I made this, this was a couple of months ago. The over under was five wins. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet that one. But <laughs> yeah, that's a. I mean, that's literally perfect for this team because I yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know an over under on them. If um, I had to, uh, if I had to take an over under on five, though, I would take the under. Who do you think you uh, Trubisky or Mariota? Who's going to have a better comeback season? Trubisky. Yeah, you're a big Trubisky guy. Big Dude, Trubisky guy. You love I, them, I, UN, honestly, UNC I'm kind quarterback. Of to watch I, Trubisky. I can't wait for Daniel Jones to not be a starting quarterback for three years, and then you'd be like, you know what? Daniel Jones, <laughs> he's getting another shot. I think he's going to be good. Um, I think he's good. No, fuck Daniel Jones. Oh, shit. <laughs> what Danny Dimes do? <laughs> <laughs> he's always getting uh, hurt, man. Yeah, he gets hurt a lot. Um, okay, let's go I'm to the Saints. Daniel Jones. I don't hate you. <laughs> yeah, we don't I hate you. I just want you to be healthy. Um, the Saints. So, 2021, they went 9-8. and eight. Chaotic year. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, this year, they added wide receiver Jarvis Landry on a one-year $3 million deal. They signed the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, three-year, $33 million deal. Um, and then they also got safety Marcus May, a three-year deal, $28.5 million from the Jets. Um, so they got, I mean, they got good safety depth. I mean, that's a pretty good, pretty good pair of safeties to have back there. They did lose linebacker Quan Alexander, left tackle uh, Taron Armstead. From the, uh, he went to the Dolphins. Malcolm Jenkins, he retired. You remember Malcolm Jenkins, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Super Bowl legend, Malcolm Jenkins. Um, we also have safety Marcus Williams. He went to the Ravens. That was one of the Ravens' big pickups. Uh, and then I put Kamara here just because we don't know. I'm we don't thinking, know. What... I'm thinking he's in the right spot there. Uh, yeah, I think he I got th- arrested. They also added Daniel Sorensen. Do, do you remember Daniel Sorensen? A little bit. Uh, he's he was a safety on the Chiefs as well with uh, Tyron Matthew. Uh, oh. Got a lot of heat on social media uh, for his pass protection or pass uh, coverage skills. That's the kind of guy I want to sign. <laughs> the one that everybody on Twitter is just flaming. Um, and then going through the draft here, they got uh, in the first round wide receiver Chris Olave. Remember that? That was kind of a big shocking. Uh, pick, and then offensive tackle Trevor Pinning, and then the second round they got uh, corner Alante Taylor. Um, 
So strength strength of schedule here too. They were tied for the seventh hardest schedule. Opponents in 2021 had a record of 152, 136, and one. That's tough. That's tough. Do you want to hear my Saints go through, and then I want to hear uh, what you think about it? Yeah, I, I want to hear what you what you're gonna say here. All right. So obviously on paper that looks bad. I think re-signing Jameis and getting Jameis back on this team was, I mean, pivotal for them. Because if Jameis can play even half as good as he was kind of playing last year, I think they're going to be in a good spot. Or at least a competitive spot. The only thing is, is that strength of schedule is going to kick their ass, especially since they don't have a Hall of Fame coach anymore. It's hard to come back when you go from a top three NFL coach in the league to we don't know where this guy's going to be ranked at all. You know, right. like this is, this is a new guy. Um, early on, they got a lot of 50, 50 matchups. They got a lot. I think Atlanta can take a game from them. Um, I think Tampa's going to blow them out. Uh, I think Carolina can beat them. I 100% believe that Minnesota, twice. Uh, not twice. I think they'll split. Okay. Um, then they go against Minnesota you know, I think Minnesota's got that. Seattle, I think they can beat Seattle. Cincinnati, Cincinnati's going to be a tough one. And the, the thing is, is, you know, these 50-50 matchups before this season would go in the Saints' favor because they had Sean Payton. Now they don't. Correct. So now all those edges are going against, you know, going to the other team. So, I, I mean, the main thing I want to see early on, because this is another tough team to to talk about. You know, a, a lot of these teams in this division are. Uh, they're, Carolina now is 100 times more interesting that they're not throwing, a, you know, Mono Darnold out there. You know, it's going to be it's going to be great because it's going to be entertaining. You got Mariota's first starting uh, job in however many years. Now you got Baker on a new team. Uh, you know, he's got fire under his nuts. And then we also got Jameis coming back. You know, we're finally getting a good Jameis here. Maybe he can stay healthy, and then we can see what he actually's got. And then Michael Thomas is also uh, probably going to be coming back as well. So even with all that, I think the coaching um, disparity of not having Sean Payton is, is going to be the, the ending factor. I think they're going to get six wins. I'll tell you, we didn't, uh, we didn't match this time. Ooh, okay. Now, so the Saints... I like some things they have going for them, but they've got, I like the Chris Olave pickup. Um, I think he could be good. And he's coming in under Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. Not two bad guys to learn from your first year. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think they've got a lot, a lot of things going for him. I love the Tyron Matthew pickup. Um, but I think, you know, they, they had some, some big subtractions. Uh, Quan Alexander, I think, is big. Uh, Teron Armstead, that's huge at left tackle. Um, huge. Malcolm Jenkins, that's that's going to be a big loss. And Marcus Williams, too. Uh, yeah. Jenkins might be more of like a locker room guy, but still, that's – Yeah, mean, you for need sure. That. I mean, that, but he's, he's a guy that's been around a long time, uh, mm-hmm. losing that veteran presence. But <clears throat> I think the – I like Trevor Penning. Uh, not that he's going to be Teron Armstead right away. I've actually I've got him going five and twelve. Oh, so you got him five and winning less games. 
Yeah, so the, their over-under, by the way, at the time was eight. Oh, that's a hammer the low on that. I, yeah, I, I would. My thing, I, uh, I, I, eight seems high. That's, but that also seems kind of like it might be bait, too. You know, maybe like, hey, get these people to bet on it. And yeah. Jameis, you know, like you said, I mean, Jameis got some weapons out there. And if he has a good Absolutely. year. I mean, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, that's a, that's a damn good start if if either of them play half as good as, as we know they can. So uh, Chris Olave, I'm assuming next year, is going to be primarily more of a deep threat. Um you know, more of the yeah. speed option on the outside. Which that's, I mean, that's that's but number hey, one option and for Jameis. You need that guy, especially with Jameis. Yeah, I mean, you need that guy. Yeah. And he had, I mean, Jameis had a knee injury. It's not like he hurt his shoulder or anything. Like, he's still going to be no, chugging. No, he can still sling it. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I just, uh, it's, Dennis Allen is, you know, he's been around for a while, too. You know, he used to be the coach of the Raiders um, back in the day. I just, uh, I'm, I just keep imagining the scenario, which is probably the worst scenario for Saints fans. If Jameis does go down, think about Taysom Hill playing quarterback for yeah. a less than average head coach. Yeah. By the way, the uh, the Saints over under I'm looking right now is still at eight. So, wow. I'm I'm probably gonna hammer the under on that. Yeah, that's that's definitely smart. All right, anything else on the Saints? Uh, no, I think that's it. Although I will tell you, it, it wouldn't shock me. You know, obviously I've got them at five wins, but it wouldn't shock me for them to pull out two wins against the Panthers. Yeah, uh, just out of pure. I mean, the, they uh, two against the Falcons and then split with the Bucks. That would if they shock live me up whatsoever. to if they live up to their talent, they 100% can. I think they're yeah. the, one of the most talented teams in this division other than Tampa. you just got so many question marks going. Yeah, it's just can they there, – there's a lot of underperformers there. And, like, Jarvis, I'm scared we're going to have, like, a, hey, I'm a wide receiver past my prime, Jarvis. You know, like, just the, the last couple of years of Randy Moss type Jarvis, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. where, where they just physically aren't capable of – you know, being good wide receivers anymore. So, and Michael Thomas has been hurt for so long. Who knows what he's going to be? So it could, yeah. a lot of shit could hit the fan for New Orleans. And I'm just going to guess on some of the shit hitting the fan, I guess. Um, I think that's okay. a fair guess. Something's going to, we just don't know what. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, Tampa, the Bucks, 2021 record. They went 13 and four. They lost in that heartbreaker divisional round matchup to the Rams in the playoffs. Um, Off-season additions. They got guard Shaq Mason. He was acquired in a trade with the New England Patriots in exchange for a 2022 fifth-round pick. Uh, wide receiver Russell Gage, as we, sta- as we stated before, he signed with the Buccaneers from the Falcons. Akeem Hicks, the defensive tackle, he signed a one-year contract worth up to $10 million from Chicago. And then for subtractions... They lost Ronald Jones. I like Ronald Jones. But, I mean, he just really wasn't doing jack shit with with Tampa. You know, and they re-signed Fournette. There's no real point of Ronald Jones. Um, tight end Rob Gronkowski, he retired, as we all know. They also lost O.J. Howard, though. He went to the Bills. O.J. Howard's gone. 
um, guard Alex Kappa. He went to the Bengals. And then they also lost the defensive pair of Jason Pierre-Paul and Indomitian Sue. Um, both of them are, remain unsigned. Just going through addition subtractions, any big ones stand out to you? Uh, I, yes. So I would look at um, Alex Kappa. Uh, I think that's a, that's a big loss there. Uh, yeah. Jason Pierre-Paul and Indomitian Sue. What I and also Rob Gronkowski did say, if Julian Edelman comes back, Gronk's in. So God, we're playing this <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, but I love the. Uh, I think the Russell Ca- Russell Gage pickup. I think that one's big. Uh, he's got a lot of potential uh, coming in and, and kind of taking over. Not that he's going to be AB, but kind of taking over that uh, third spot. Yeah. Still got Mike Evans. You'll have Chris Godwin coming back. That is, uh, I think that's big. Uh, getting Shaq Mason to fill that Alex Kappa spot, uh, I think they needed to do that. That was a good move. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't think they did a whole lot in the draft. Um, I could be wrong, but they, they did draft uh, a pretty good pass rusher last year as well, though. Uh, who's probably going to take the spot of Jason Pierre-Paul? So, yeah, I, I you know that one might not be be as big of a loss as we thought. Um, speaking of their draft, I'll go through second round. They got defensive tackle Logan Holland and offensive tackle Luke Gedicki. I I don't think that's how you say his name at all, but I'm just gonna keep talking. Uh, third round, they got running back Richad White. Uh, fourth round, they got tight end Cad Olton. Our Otten, and then uh, punter Jake Camarda. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's as best you're gonna I'll get out what, of me. There. I, the only one I know you for sure messed up was Cade. You said Cad, but oh honestly, my god, the others, others could have been right. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I just I mean the older I the get, the others could have been right. I don't know. Uh, strength of schedule. This is big here. Fourth hardest. Fourth hardest schedule. Um, in the NFL next season, opponents' 2021 record was 154, 134, and one. I want to hear what you think is going to happen first. Okay, so I actually have the Buccaneers as the best team in the regular season next year. Wow. I, I think. All right. The. Here's what I'm going to say. They're, I think the Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl next year. Wow. This is going to be Tom bet. Brady's that, you know, they, they pulled me back in. Uh, <laughs> you know, they pulled me back in here. This That's going to be this. Yeah. Uh, Todd Bowles, I think a lot of people have a lot of confidence in him. Um, I think he could end up having a great year. Obviously, uh, you know, he's been the defensive coordinator there, so – and, and won a Super Bowl there too. So um, defense is going to remain probably pretty steady. Uh, then you still got you, you've still got Tom Brady behind center, so that offense is always going to be steady. Yeah, fourteen and three. That's what I have met. I didn't uh, I didn't say that. Fourteen and three. You got the same record. I'm going fourteen and three as well. Um, I think they're going to cash in on this division being in chaos. I Absolutely. wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, maybe lose one game in the division. 
you know, I think that this is the yeah. easiest division to cash on. Uh, maybe out of all the divisions, you know, this has one of the biggest talent spreads from top team to bottom team. Um, I don't, they might get some losses there, you know, especially with Godwin being out. I think that might uh, maybe lead to some upsets over them. You know, they play Green Bay and Kansas City early. Um, yeah. I think yeah, that's, the resign. That's, that's tough. Yeah, like those are those are tough, especially early in the season. That's when any you know bullshit team can get a win, um, especially over like veteran teams because it just catches them off guard. I think re-signing Fournette and bringing back Brady. Brady obviously is huge, but Fournette was that's really big too. I think Fournette was the most reliable running back that the Bucks could ask for, honestly. And the fact that Fournette's, you know. I feel like he's getting better, too. He's, you know, getting up there in age. And Fournette is now receiving at running back position. You know, he's a reliable pass catcher. You know, that was not a thing back in Jacksonville at all. That was never a thing. Um, So I thought them picking him back up was huge. I think this is going to be the top. uh, There's a reason Tom Brady wanted Todd Bowles. I know it's not confirmed. They're all friends, Lottie Dottie. He, you know, he likes Bruce Arians. I don't think he likes Bruce Arians that much. I think Bruce Arians is kind of an asshole, and I think a lot of people would say that as well. I think Brady cool. wanted Todd Bowles. I 100% think that Brady wanted Todd Bowles, um, and I think Todd Bowles he's going to win Coach of the Year this year. This is going to be his, you know, this is what he deserves. Todd Bowles deserves this. Um, yeah, I think I think he's going to win Coach of the Year. I don't know about them winning the Super Bowl. I haven't decided the Super Bowl yet. I was just doing You're, division previews. Think about it. Think about it. It makes perfect sense. And thinking about it in July is not smart. It makes 100% sense. Tom Brady retired. And then he comes back. And then he wins the Super Bowl. It, does that not sound like Tom Brady? That 100% does. I, so <laughs> I, I definitely could see it. Uh, especially, I, I think, at the end of the season, this is definitely going to be the team that finishes the season it should be the super bowl favorite once the regular season's done you know i i think they can they play arizona carolina and atlanta uh, arizona who knows what the fuck's gonna happen with the kyler stuff they might be a dumpster fire by the end of the year and then carolina atlanta i could see them lighting them up by 40 and then going into the playoffs hot you know so i think this is a 14 and 3 team though all right we did it Got one. We got Seven one done. Go, guys. We got one. The Octopod. Part the two. Octopod. We'll be coming out probably sometime next week. Um, I don't have a too long snappers in the lie. I'm sorry. That's unfortunate. I wanted The way I want to end this, I, it's kind of a final thought, but I, I just want to hear your guess on it. Because I've been thinking about this. Think about making this a hot take. I'm close to committing to this, you know? Oh, no. Really close. Really <laughs> close. I think Malik Willis will start more games than Desmond Ritter will. Oh. What do you think about that? Is that is that too hot? I think barring Tennessee an, might be... Barring Tennessee. an injury, I, I don't like it. Really? What if Tennessee's just a, a shit show? Tannehill's arm shot. He lost his top wide receiver, and Julio's gone too. Tan, you yeah, just have you have Miami Tannehill, and you're going 500 or below 500. 
And you have Malik Willis, who was arguably the most talented quarterback last year in the draft. And who knows, Mariota, I think he could, maybe if he's splitting, you know, they're close to five. If they're close to 500, I think Mariota's still getting thrown out there. I agree, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. If the Titans are close to 500, you don't think Tannehill's out there? No. I think, because if you're close to 500 in the AFC, you're getting buried. If you're close to 500 in the NFC, you can make the playoffs. True. That's what I'm saying. So I, I, that's my Malik Willis take. I think Malik Willis is he's going to get more starts than Desmond Ritter. I like Desmond Ritter a lot. I, I'll tell you Malik, what, I do I do like that one. I wouldn't commit I think, to it, but I I like the uh, that, that's aggressive. Yeah, I just I wanted to throw it out there. I wrote it down along. I wrote it down at the draft because as soon as really? after the draft got done, I wrote it down, and I've been holding on to it. But I think I'm going to commit to it come the beginning of the season. You know, maybe we can do like a, uh, I guess, uh, what's it called? We've done it before. Hot take pod. Hot take pods are fun. The hot take kitchen. Hot take kitchen. Exactly. We can throw another one before the season starts or maybe even week one. Um, But, yeah, that's my final thought. Do you got one? Yeah, just before we walked in here – Oh, I, I read online. Did you know Albert Pools is in the Home Run Derby now? I did see that. That's awesome. Yeah. He just passed, or just now passed uh, Stan Musial uh, for third all-time in extra base hits. Really? Yeah. I saw he just, yeah, he hit a home run the other night. Hit a home run yesterday, yeah. See, and also, fuck you. I, I'm glad. No offense, Nathan. No offense, everybody in St. Louis. I love St. Louis. Great city. But I'm glad I left because you guys are ungrateful fucks. All I see on Facebook is you guys bitching and moaning that Albert's getting playing time. You guys were begging this Who? motherfucker to play for you the past. Who's saying that? Oh, it's all over. Everybody in my friends list. Everybody. No, all I'll the tell people you what. in my friends list. I would we be should, happy and- to see him in the DH spot every single day. Go look. Go on, go on Twitter too, and look at every single message. If there's a post about Albert, look at all the stuff. Everybody's like, "Yeah, you should pull him from the lineup." You guys have been starting him too long. Like, fuck you guys. How fuck about all guys. these other sub two hundred hitters we have in the lineup? Do you know what I saw yesterday? <laughs> it blew my mind. What? In the Cardinals lineup, hitters five through nine were hitting under two hundred. That's just twenty twenty two baseball. That's sad. Dude, That's very 10 years sad. ago, under 240, you're probably in the minors. Yeah. Nowadays, people are hitting below 200, and they're starting games in the majors. I mean, I don't know. I just think, Carlos, I mean, I, I see it on Twitter. I see it on Facebook, too. Just go to the comments, dude. Like, uh, Pujols just hit a home run the other day. All the comments are saying, oh, you should have pulled him from the lineup. Like, this is the first good thing he's done in a month. I get it. That's cool. You guys are just shitting on this dude that's been a fucking legend for your franchise for however, however many years. Like, oh, God. And realistically, and then as, they bitch as, him as tough as it when was he whenever he left, I mean, it sucked. We were all upset. But looking back, aren't you glad he left? <laughs> he yeah. didn't have the most productive 10 years in L.A. Exactly. He would have just bogged down our fucking salary. We wouldn't have spent any money. Right. I'm, no I'm money. He, we already don't spend money. I'm glad he came back this year because, you know, he, he was so great here for a long time, and it's great to see him end his career here. 
But I'm glad he wasn't here. Probably not, maybe not necessarily the past 10 years, but the past six or seven. I might be in the minority. I, if he plays another fucking three years, I'd be pumped. Like, I don't care. Throw him out there at the D8 spot. That's the point of the D8 spot. If I don't want to see. He said, if if he ends this year goes out there and bats at, 215, I'm pumped. If some fucking no-name minor leaguer that's not going to get to play in the next three seasons goes out there and bats 215, I don't care. Exactly. And, and honestly, like, this, you know, he ends this year at 695. And he says, I'm going to come back next year until I hit five home runs and then I'm done. I wouldn't yeah. care. If he quit Do mid-season, it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. I hope he gets I, – I want him to get 700. I want him to get 700. I do too. And I, I think he has too much pride and he's scared he's going to bog down the franchise, but I don't think it's going to happen. Who gives a shit? I Let do. him hit five home runs and then retire. For God's right. sake. Where they were still uh, Miami was still throwing Ichiro's ass out there at 43 years old just for fun. Like you guys could, we could throw Albert out there for you know 60 games. Yeah, I I would be totally on board if he said I'm gonna come back until I hit five home runs. I don't care, you know. Go get 700. I'd love to see it. We all would. Yeah, I agree. I didn't mean to take your final thought. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> all right. So next week, do we have a division that we're going to be doing yet, or you want to leave it up to random? Uh, how do you want to decide? Let's do a Twitter poll. Hey, I'm all for that. Fuck yeah, let's do some, <laughs> let's do some polls. Um, okay, Nathan, you know what to say. Spread the word. Spread it. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com